You are now listening to the Fight, Fights Like a Girl, Girl podcast with Big Fridge and GQ Smooth. tell it's gq smooth it's gq underscore sm zero o t h on ig um my apologies for my voice i'm kind of sick honestly but you know what i mean it's all good i already got my big dog with me fridge what up what up what up a homegirl over here sounding like dmx and shit i'm feeling <laughs> that shit <laughs> oh, my apologies not a good um Good look to start the podcast a little under the weather, but you got to do what you got to do, you know what I mean? It's a little gangsta, I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it, you know what I'm saying? Tell them where you can find you at, baby. You already know, it's it's GQ Smooth, you know what I mean? That's on IG, that's my IG, what about you? Uh, Lamont, Big Fridge, Needham, Facebook, and 48 short at gmail.com, holla at your main man. Yeah, sound good, sound good. All right, so last time we left, we was talking about being in the inside, being locked up my man if y'all missed the last episode i'm gonna need y'all to go back listen to that episode because we got um we gave you a lot of good content on what it was like to be locked up and we're only going to continue it now so if you missed that first part of this episode go ahead and tune into that um we kind of left off on um drugs and alcohol in jail now how you would think being locked away that uh, it would be very limited access, little to no, none, no access at all. So, how is this happening? Well, first I gotta ask you a question. <laughs> you just let me just run off at the mouth on the last one. So I gotta ask you a question. Why are you so wholly offended at contraband in prison? <laughs> okay, so this is my thing. I'm not offended by the contraband. I mean, rules are rules at the end of the day. So, I am kind of offended. But, like, if you're sneaking an apple from chow or whatever, I understand because people get hungry. People want, you know, a little... As being free, you snack multiple times a day. So, if you're taking an apple back from chow, something they already distributed in any way, and just want to eat it at a later date, there's no, you know, I'm not offended by that, but when you go to jail, you do give up certain rights, and when you do what you do to get inside, um, you have to know, in a sense, that you're not going to have those certain freedoms as well, so that's why I'm kind of offended. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, since we are, since our listeners are in the joint with us, we're going to go ahead and lay it down real quick, because... What really happened is I sent home a picture, and she seen me with some Jordan 6s on in the joint and was hot about that shit, feeling like I didn't deserve to have Jordan 6s on behind bars. That's the origins of that. That's why I'm asking you the question. And she's still mad that I had on Jordan 6s in the joint. In a sense, because as one of the, gotta be one of the biggest dudes I know in life, 450 pounds over six foot tall. You got nerve to wear some damn Jordans that half these niggas out here didn't even get to get at the mall when they got released. And then 
like everybody else in jail got on slides. It's like he would be more obvious. Like you're not even trying to sneak at this point. Like that it, to me, if I was, you know, I do hold degree, a degree in criminal justice. So for me, it's just like, bro, come on, bro. Why you gotta make my job harder? You know you're not supposed to have them. Why? Yeah. And I'm saying, why not? Inside the <laughs> joint, if your ass been gone for a quarter century, you need to hold on to the little pieces of humanity that you can because I understand that things like sensory deprivation is real. They use these tools against us to literally break us down to make us slaves. We're already slaves under the 13th Amendment of the Constitution, which is a fact, but slaves to the enslavement to the prison industrial complex. And you got to fight that thing too for now because... My thing is, when I came home, and I hadn't seen you since you was maybe three, we embraced one another like we've been missing each other forever because I'm not the weird penitentiary nigga that's on the street <laughs> doing a bid. You know what I'm saying? I ain't taking showers and shower shoes and shit and running around with phone books strapped to my ass like, <laughs> like that nigga from Friday. You know what I'm saying? The reason why is because I took my shots where I could. Like like I told you, I had a Christmas tree in my cell one time. You was mad about that. If everybody in the free world is celebrating Christmas, then I'm going to celebrate Christmas. The hell with all that other monkey beaver shit. Whatever it takes to stay normal, that's what I'm going to do. Jordan 6 is just happened to be a small part of the equation. Um, I still can't get down with that. Like, as long as you understand, I you ain't got to like it. I feel what you saying, but man, you ain't even have to do all that. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's like just over and abundantly beyond extra for no reason. You don't get these rights. You don't get these freedoms anymore. And granted, like, you know, you you don't get them even when you're outside of jail, depending on what race you are either. Right. But, like, damn, you really can't have them. Like, you, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, right. But, I mean, if you got a little bit of juice, you might as well drink it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Speaking of juice, we gonna go back. <laughs> hooch. Oh shit. I kind of always wanted to try hooch. Yeah. I mean, it sounds delicious. It is horrible. For everybody who doesn't know, like what hooch is, can you kind of explain that? Hooch is basically fermented fruits, uh, uh, juices, sugar. You know, they come together and make a. An intoxicant. It makes wine, basically. And, you know, some of it be really good. Some of it, most of it is really bad. You know what I'm saying? We make it from everything from ketchup to grape juice to oranges to apples. One dude made, made it out of bananas and had everybody sick. Fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you can fry. One time we made it out of beets, and I hate beets. Oh, my God. <laughs> beets taste like shit, but when you make it into wine, it's gasoline. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna make you a bag so you get out my damn face one time. You know what I'm saying? I really but that shit wanna is try to. Now, oh, it's, it's like hoots. Like, you know how, like, moonshine is, like, super strong? Right. Like, is it like that? Or is it just more, is it really more mellow, like, wine? Or is it's it more like of a, vodka? It's like, more of a strong wine that can have a vodka pinch to it. It depends on how well you make it, how long you leave it up, right? So, I mean, if you leave up a good batch with the right amount of sugar and a good and good kicker and the ferment right and you burping it right, if we leave a good batch up for 10 days, that shit is going to be fire. 10 days, that's yeah. fast. Yeah, oh, that's actually slow because some people make it in three days. And it's decent, it's good, it's something to drink. But if you put leave it up for 10 days, you know, 12 days, you really got gas, really fire. I mean, but how... 
how big of a batch can you make when it's contraband? I mean, where are you man, keeping this well, at? Uh, let me see, because I can't be exposing too many uh, penitentiary secrets. Let me <laughs> you use your imagination. <laughs> I, I, I just dropped a dime with a brother. Some dudes keep it in their locker boxes. That's kind of obvious. And you just got to move the locker boxes so you can avoid a shakedown, right? And, uh, you know, everything else you got to figure out on your own. Because them still my brothers in the joint. They ain't about to tip their hands. But they ain't come up with some pretty creative places to put this shit. You know what I'm saying? Locker box. Is that like a... Is that where you keep your pictures and your letters? Or like Locker snacks? box is basically what you live out of. So a locker box is like, you know how you got those totes? Those plastic totes yeah. that you can keep things in? Well, just imagine a metal box, like a foot locker in the military. You know what I'm saying? With the thing. You know, yeah, that's where you keep a... Keep your stuff in there if you live in the dorm. If you live in a cell or if you, if you exist in a cell, you don't live in jail if you got any damn sense. But if you exist in a cell, then you have, you know, foot lockers, like small lockers where you can keep your things in and you don't necessarily have a locker box. So, I know nothing in jail is free. So, is that something they give y'all, or you just gotta gotta have a connect to get one, buy one? Oh, no, no, no. They, they, you come through the door, you got that. They're gonna give you somewhere to store your stuff, you know. They're gonna give you a mattress, they're gonna give you two sheets, a blanket. Worst blanket in all of goddamn creation. <laughs> they ain't gonna give you no pillow, you know. They're gonna give you, I think, three uniforms, a pair of shoes, three socks, three drawers, and you can get on down to your business after that. Three socks. Mm-hmm. So... How you wash your clothes? Like, is there a laundry system? Or yeah. Y'all doing it yourself? When I first came in, you had the laundry system that nobody used because you might not get your stuff back. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> you would wash your stuff in buckets. Like in B Building over in Lancaster, you would wash your stuff in buckets. Sometimes you wash your clothes in, in the toilet. If Like if you're in the county jail. Uh, how does that work? You take all the water out of the toilet. So you basically can take a rag or something and push <laughs> the water out. Down out the toilet. Then you disinfect the toilet really well with some mercer or some disinfectant or soap powder. Clean it out really well. Then plug up the toilet, flush it, let the water fill up, and then do your laundry in there and rinse the same way. Oh, man. By flushing, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because toilet water is sink water, but it's the bowl that's the problem. So you got to <laughs> make sure you get that thing right and clean. Or you can get a trash bag. And fill it up with water and, you know, put your soap in there. You can slosh it around like this. You can go in, wash it with your yeah, hands. Yeah, how you drying it? You hang it up wherever you can hang it up. You might hang it up on the bars if you're in the county jail. You might hang it up on, you know, your bed post. You might hang it across a desk, you know, because they have little big, like, metal desks for you to sit down in some cells. You might hang it up. I mean, you might put a line. Like, some dudes might take and make lines out of, like, sheets or whatever, like clothes lines, and run them and then just hang your clothes up there. That's interesting. Yeah. Man, you, you kind of get creative when you don't have anything. You Damn. know what I mean? Like that. Is, do you think jail teaches you to be a better criminal or just to survive better in the world? It, it teaches you whatever you go in looking for, right? If you want to be a better criminal, then you in there with some of the best. And they can tell you everything they did wrong. And the best thing you can do is not fuck up the same way they fucked up, you know. But if you really go in there and try to focus on correcting your ills and fixing what's wrong with you, oh, there's no better place for it because you got time to absolutely study and concentrate. You don't have bills. You don't have bras. You don't have kids running around fucking with you. If you want to sit down, I've seen dudes come out of the joint 
like, you know, one of my guys whose name I'm going to leave out of because he's doing his thing now. He's a millionaire now in commercial real estate. And, you know, he was, you know, he was locked up. But he went in that joint, made a firm decision, came home, and handled his business because he cultivated himself in there. So it could be an incubator for really great talent as well as an incubator for really good criminals, too. It goes either way. Whatever you want to do, just like life, whatever you want, whatever you set your heart on, you can manifest it. And in the joint, you have concentrated resources to bring these things to fruition. That's the whole difference. When you talk about the drugs, though, like, mm-hmm. how that, how how is that happening? Are you guys creating your own drugs? Or, like, is somebody bringing it in? More or? likely somebody's bringing it in. Uh, you know, you got multiple ways to bring it in, visits, things of that nature. I hate to say this shit. But it's, 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 it's common knowledge now, you know, because you know, I sold dope in the joint for 10 years after I got locked up taking care of my baby. So, oh, my God. Ain't no doubt. You How are you stuff? getting money in jail to pay for this? I mean, shit. They got, damn, you want to ask me some questions. I really don't like ass. They got Western Union. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People can bring you cash. You see what I'm saying? Or you can actually trade. What so. the hell is, I get the trades. I get the trades. Now, that, that makes sense. Right. But what the hell good is money in jail when you can't really use money in jail? And that's where you're wrong. What do you think the prison industrial complex is predicated on? Money coming through jail. Now, you're saying cash. Yeah, cash is what I'm talking about. And I'm saying cash can be passed. You know what I'm saying? If I got a fresh $100 bill and I need a fifth of liquor, I'm going to go ahead and pass it to this motherfucking crunchy-ass CEO. Bring me in some liquor, damn it. You know what I'm saying? Keep the change. See, bring me in a pint. Shit, cash (laughs) still rules everything around you. That's why I always keep telling you, keep cash in your pocket. I don't give a damn about your car. Keep some dollars in your pocket. It still can move. But so many ways to move money and have money and things of that nature. Because, I mean, keep in mind that in the United States, money is fiat currency. It's all in the air. You know what I'm saying? It can be converted to a multitude of things. And you just convert it. So if I, if I let's just say I'm in, I'm in jail. I got a gram of dope. I break it down. I sell the gram of dope in jail. People pay me in commissary. So I got a whole bunch of commissary. What I'm going to do? Eat all this damn commissary? You can't. But what you do is you sell it to the next man. Look, I got 100 for 50 or 100 for 60. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, he might be gambling. You know what I'm saying? He might need a tax break. He might spend two, three, four, five hundred dollars getting the, you know, damn, getting the count. Yeah. They got, got dice or something? Or yeah, what? he got <laughs> dice. We run tickets, all that can on. I ran a ticket for five years. <laughs> That's why I don't gamble no more. Because, I mean, it's just... Yeah, all that. All that. Is there a... That's another question now that you said something about commissary. Like, is there a cap on how much you can have in it at one time? Because yeah. if you come from a wealthy family, I imagine they could just put $1,000 in it. Right. But I feel like that could be dangerous. Or... Oh, no, no. Because, I mean, you don't actually get it. You use it. Like, you don't run around with it on you. You see what I'm Somebody saying? Somebody gonna know you got $1,000 worth of commissary, right? All right. You know what I'm saying? They gotta come and get it then. But first of all, you're not going to have $1,000 worth of commissary. Well, you can have $1,000 worth of commissary. But if you got $1,000 on your books, which is very common, a lot of people got $1,000 really? on their books. Yes, they do. A lot of people's people love them like that in the joint. That sounds like a lot to be in jail. Yeah. And granted, I know Twinkies are probably $3 or something. You know crazy. what I'm saying? Shit is high <laughs> as hell. You know So, I mean, yeah, especially in the feds, it's super high. You can go in there and spend $100, put that shit in your pockets. It's high as hell, you know. And it's really absorbing. But, no, it's not really a lot of money. $1,000 ain't shit. What's the... What is the... Oh, I guess I didn't let you finish answering. Is there a cap to how much you got on the books? Or uh, the no, there's a cap to how much you can get at one time. Like, in the state, you can get two... You can get... 
uh, $400 a month for one person. So multiple people can send you $400 so long as they're on your visitor list. And your visitor list is limited, but that still gets you over $1,000 if you got three people. You see what I'm saying? That's willing to send you $400, which most people don't have that. But then you got a lot of guys who, you know, got it. Either they stack it up or they do whatever they do. You know, you ain't got a lot of poverty because, you know, they didn't start going within. Because when I first came in, if you wanted a food box or a clothes box, your people could just send it from the house. Then they got wise, like, oh, shit, well, let's just charge them absorbent fees, give them things that are ultimately going to uh, be destroyed within less than six months so they have to keep coming back, walking horse, uh, union supply, these companies, all this cronyism going on. So they start selling these things. And it's a thing called planned obsolescence where they make inferior products so that you have to come back to the product. So with this being in mind, they know that people's people love them. They want to see them do well. Some suckers call home, oh, I need such and such. He owes somebody, <laughs> you know, with his bitch ass. You know what I'm saying? They're going to make sure you get paid because they don't want to see their people get fucked up. Some people use that against their people. Dirty motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? And some people just got money. And then a lot don't. Mm-hmm. And so the ones who don't usually hustle because the ones who do, they need, they want to buy, spend. They got a little bit of disposable income. So they might want to get high. They might want this. They might want that. You know, they might want to buy them a pair of Jordan 6s and shit if they available. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, that's how it goes. It's, it's one big economy within an economy. And the United States is capitalizing because the taxation rate is the same. In Ohio, it's, six, it's 7.3, I think it is. And that's the same taxation rate that you get when you order out of Walking Horse, Union Supply, and these other damn places that's serving us up. What's the most expensive thing you ever bought? <laughs> The most expensive one thing I ever bought since I've been in a joint. The most expensive item I think I bought was probably the TV. No, the typewriter was close to $300. A typewriter? Yeah, that nobody even uses anymore. I was about to say, like, what year was that? It was, yeah, it was, shit, 2000 Oh, niggas weren't using no damn typewriter. Thirteen is what I yeah, I was two thousand thirteen. What? And they charge you three hundred dollars. Yep. Then the ribbons cost like eight dollars a piece. And then the eraser ribbons cost nine dollars for six. <laughs> Rate. But a typewriter. Yeah, typewriter. Left it in that motherfucker too. You know what I'm Wait, saying? did you have like one of the ones where you had to like pull it back over. Oh, like, you know well, at least it had auto return. God damn, <laughs> it was a swim tag. This is not the twenties. <laughs> no, nah, I wasn't to that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that was probably most expensive, expensive item. So you can have a TV in jail, like a personal one, not a community one that you could have a TV. Yeah, all that shit. I got the, uh, I got the what's the name for it over here. The titles for all that stuff. I brought that so you can see that mess. I'm about to show these joints to you too, so you can. Cause you have we got to uh, get a page going, and, yeah. you know, put the like, picture. Oh, yeah, I brought that stuff home so you can see the titles for them, so you can see watches, this, that, the other. You know, say that way you, when they come through for title checks and make sure your TV is yours, your your typewriter. Oh, yours, they them. check it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I do got a question now. We talk about electronics, right? Like, so if you're, um, like. Everybody in this common room, let's say we all watching football, who gets to control the remote? The one with the gyps. 
So you could be like, I want to watch Young and Restless. Fuck whatever, whatever else you twenty niggas want to watch right now. Like, if, what? Pretty much. But this <laughs> y'all can't thing. rock paper scissors that out. Uh, no. Now you can make compromises, but that's the thing. Like in the feds, we had to share TVs, so it was survival of the fittest. You know what I'm saying? And I'm happy to say I was one of the fittest. But in the state, you had your own TV. You didn't put up with nobody's shit. The state, you had all kind of like toys. Like when I came back, one of the homies gave me a Pac-Man game. I said, are you fucking kidding me? They got Pac-Man. I was offended like you. I got Pac-Man in jail. Give me that. <laughs> but I mean, they have video games in the joint. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, little handheld games. Then when you got your tablets, your JPay tablets, things like that, you can have multiple, basically, apps of games. You know, it's crazy. I'm like, are you serious? Tablet? Yeah. Like an iPad? Like a... Yeah, the thing back there, yeah. It's the tablet. It's a tablet. You know what I'm saying? But it's not, it's, it's, it's like a... Yeah, it's a tablet. More of the story for me is people in jail got more more things than I've ever expected. This is recent, though. You know <laughs> when I first came in, we didn't have a damn thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I left the feds, they didn't start getting, like, personal MP3 players until the the year I left, 2012, and going to the state. But you didn't have your own music. You had now, how you downloading? How you downloading your own damn music when you okay. ain't got no computer? So how you downloading? got computer terminals inside the blocks now. That's where you can send your emails, receive emails, and buy and, and receive music. And you download it from that computer terminal, and you pay for them off of your books. Huh. Yeah. Jail is a very interesting place, it seems yeah, like. Man, 15, what, damn, 1,600 songs on that joint. 1,600? How much is a song? Because I'm just A song curious. can go up to, two, go up to $2.16. I guess I ain't... That ain't that bad. They about one ninety nine on Apple anyway. So some of them go lower. Regular. Yeah. I thought everything in jail was like pretty much inflated. Mm, actually, no, but close, close because they still can't charge you full price. Like you can't buy something from a jail magazine because it's illegal uh, for them to sell it to you. There's a jail magazine. Yeah, I mean it's a magazine where they come out and go. Oh, I should have brought one of them too. It's called Walk. Like it's a Union Supply magazine. Walking Wars. They give you these magazines. So that you can order clothes, you can order food out of these things, you know, special boxes. And um, so, you know, they are inflated. Like, them raggedy shoes I got outside the door, those were like 70 some dollars on the street. Them out here on the street, some joints is $30 shoes or less. Ain't nobody wearing that shit. Oh, so they do have different shoes. Those were Adidas, right? Yeah. Outside? Yeah. Yeah, so why can't you be happy with the, the, the issued... I was. Jail magazine shoes. They still name brand. No, I ain't worried about the name brand for me. It's about what it is. Because I'm not wearing no Bobos. You can kiss my ass. Neither <laughs> you, Mrs. Motherfucking uh, Louis Bag. But motherfucking, I'm just saying, you know, ain't no way in hell I'm going to sit up there and come out on a visit wearing no damn my everyday shoes. You got to present what? Your people need to see that you are right. You know what I'm saying? I'm on a stroll around with some J's in the damn jail and I'm just got on some J's. It's just shoes. How you get ready for a visit now that you said that? Like, Man, Do you, know, you iron? You can't iron. Yeah, right? you got an iron. You, know, they, you got a real iron. Yeah, you got a real iron. Of course, the officer keeps it. You know, what I was about to say, so you could just walk around heating that bitch up and burning it. But dudes and, got no. <laughs> yeah, imagine that kind of terrorism. Like, hold up, bitch ass, nigga, plug it, plug it, iron the wall, just wait to iron your ass. 
I'm just saying. Be a little more creative. I'm just saying, if I got a celly, if I got a celly, I'm going to plug the iron up and maybe I might drop it on you. Oh, yeah. You know, and I might press your face a little bit. I mean, I've never been in jail, though. I watch a lot of jail movies and TV. You sound just so angry. You think it's about passive aggression. Damn. I think that's what gets a lot of people messed up is because you get this really rough perception about jail when you're watching it on TV. And when you hear stories about it, it's just like, this doesn't sound fun. It sounds like I have to do this. But keep in (laughs) mind that it's basically concentrated violence. It happens, you know what I'm saying? Like, some of the joints, like the federal joints, the USPs I was in, Allenwood, Lee County, uh, Atlanta, these joints, it was going down. We stayed on lockdown. Always on lockdown because of something. But we got more work done, it seemed like, on lockdown than we did in places like PCI in the state for some reason. Because, I mean, it was a concentrated evil. It was always hitting the fan, always. And in those joints like that, it's not just you getting some shit. It's all of Ohio is now some shit against all of California, all of the Muslims, all of the Mexicans, all of the Guatemalans, whatever the fuck they are. You see what I'm saying? It's not just you doing your own best. Where all this damn gray hair come from? Governing all these assholes out of Ohio and Chicago and all these old places. Because, man, that shit is stressful as hell. But... If you have the ability to lead people, and I believe you have an obligation, if you can help your brothers navigate their life, then you must do it. If you can help your sisters navigate their life, then you must do it. You know, many are called, but few are chosen. I try to put myself in the leaders category or nothing, but people just like me. They like my leadership style. You know, the only fault for me is if you're good for something, you shouldn't have did it for free, damn it. I should have charged their ass, but hell. <laughs> yeah, See, hell. this is the thing about jails. Like, I feel like... I'm just kind of hopping around and just trying to ask you so much. Yeah. Uh, because you still didn't, I, we didn't even finish. How you get ready for a visit? All right, well, we, oh. I got off track with Don. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, it's just, <laughs> we could talk about jail for a minute. Like, we might have to do a part three. Like, I, we still didn't hit all the topics. God <laughs> right. right. damn. But still, you know, when you get ready for a visit, you iron your clothes, you know. You know, just sit around. You, you make sure your people is going to be able to make it. That's from number one. And then you go on your clothes, things what of that you, nature. What do you mean, be able to make it? How you know? Because like, you have to schedule visits. Okay. First, you could just walk up. Like, people would just pop up. Then yeah, I thought, yeah. Somebody got caught with X amount of dope in the visiting room, so then they started making people schedule their visits. Okay. Because it was too crowded in that joint on those particular days where it was just open, right? And so, you know, it was... You call, you make sure they still coming, you know, because you don't want to just be sitting around if something happens. Yeah, we still want to make it, boom. You know, and then you go take your shower, you know what I'm saying, get your shit together. You know, just like you're doing, like you're going anywhere else, you know what I'm saying. Might put on some smell good, on your clothes, put them on. Wait for your visit to be called, you know what I'm saying. Throw on your snakes and head on out there. You got your gold chain, throw it on, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying, going out there. How does the, uh, what you call it, con? Conjugal? Is that what it is? Oh, conjugal visits. <laughs> How does that work? It doesn't work. This is Ohio. Ain't no conjugal visits. We don't have them in Ohio? No. They got them in uh, California and New York. I know they got them there. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if it's the New York State still got theirs, but they had them there. But nah, I wish they did have conjugal when I was locked up. I had 50 kids right there. Do you, have to, do you have to, like, be married for that? Yeah. Or? Okay. Gotta be married. Gotta be married. You know what I'm saying? And they have trailers. I'm just going by what the brothers from uh, New York and L.A. told me, California told me, that they have trailers that your people gonna spend a weekend with you in a trailer. Oh, a weekend. Yeah. I bet that take. I bet it, it's a lot to get to that point, though. 
I can only imagine. No, nah, just I think you got to go a year conduct free, and then you can go ahead and you know get married, and, or if you're already married, and then you get your your visits. Is it like a way that you can have sexual contact with a female friend without having the conjugal visit, though? Oh sure. Can we quite sneaky? How if it's you're on a visit? I imagine there's hella people in this visiting area or whatever. So, have you ever heard of this concept of you know hiding in plain sight? Yeah, I done seen dudes just walk into the female bathroom after the girls in there for a minute. I mean. And because an officer would be like, I know this bitch didn't do no shit like that, or they ain't paying attention, because it just don't happen. He might see some commotion. Yeah, dude, I was about to say, like, that, that just that sounds joy, you know ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like, and trust me, what he got to do ain't going to take long. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, there's just so many different ways. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it, is, quite, it, is, it is quite a few different ways. I ain't about to give you all the goddamn secrets. Uh, there's quite a few ways to make it happen. <laughs> kind of difficult, you know what I'm saying? But it, it, it's doable. It's doable. I think that's a good uh, place then that we probably going to have to do a part three. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't even get to the good part. I yet. know. We probably going to have to do a part three to the joint. You know what I mean? Uh, so, you guys, you already know. It's the Fights Like a Girl podcast. Stay tuned for more to come. It's GQ Smooth. The head not to tell. That's GQ underscore SM0O. TH on IG, where they find you at? Hey, your brother Big Fridge, your Big Fridge, my Big Fridge, at Facebook or on Facebook, and 48 the short at gmail.com. I'll add us. All right, we out. Peace. <laughs>